Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Published Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Pearson, and I'm joined today by no one. Holy cow, I just about said I'm joined today by my husband, but he is not actually with us today. <laughs> Oops. So yeah, it's just me today. Things are really crazy here. Um, I am not entirely sure actually what's going to be happening going forward or how much Nolan will be able to be on the podcast. He's had a really big change in his schedule that is requiring him to put in an additional between seven and 10 hours uh, a, a week. And um, it's just, we don't, we've been really scrambling to find time to even watch movies recently, which is very sad because we're both huge movie people. But with um, him trying to work on a side um, project, side goals and side ventures and, and us trying to help him get to the point where he can quit his job, which, you know, we haven't been shy about that. I, he just, he just does not have the ability to put in a lot of time right now. And neither do I, honestly, with our baby and the other two kids, I'm just trying to keep up with books and I love podcasting and I'm hopeful that we will continue doing this, that we'll be able to get to a point in the next, in the near future, you know, where we can keep doing the podcast, but I've actually got something possibly coming up that'll be, that'll affect the podcast too. And if that does pan out, I will let you all know. Um, but yeah, so for now, I'm going to be recording updates on the book launch and marketing tips and things like that over the next few weeks as we we approach my big book lunch, book, big book launch, not book lunch, <laughs> kind of hungry right now. And hopefully Nolan's schedule will lighten up soon where we'll both have a little bit more time because as he has more time, I have more time. It's just that's kind of the way it works out, I guess. Anyway, so today's episode, um, the I'm going to kind of split this into two different things. The first is going to be be flexible. And then the second is going to be make it easy for people to contact you. And I've actually talked about that one before, but I have new information and new uh, fresh take on things now that I've been approaching authors for book launch purposes, you know, anyway, so first off, be flexible. Um, just because you've always done something doesn't mean you always will. And this is, was a very tough decision for me, um, that I, that I reached this past week. I realized that I'm not going to be doing my own book covers anymore. And I mean, I also do my, still do little book covers, like for short stories and my anthologies and things like that. I absolutely love cover design and it is one of my all time favorite things in the world. And I believe I'm even good at it. Um, you know, some of my book covers, I'm not very proud of, but some I I've been, you know, told are very good and have won awards and things like that. But my bread and butter, the thing that brings me the most joy, even more so than creating and designing book covers is writing. And I've reached the point now where it is not plausible for me to expect to make money on my books while when I'm spending so much time creating book covers. Uh, for example, Shadow Prophet, um, you all know, I mean, I've talked about it quite a bit, how many times I've changed that book cover. Uh, well, I realized yet again that the book cover I came up with was not the version that was best for the book. And with every single version I've created, I've really liked it for a few days, even up to a week or two. But then when I take a second look at it or a third look at it, I realized this is not, it's not going to sell the book the way I want it to, you know, not the way my Mosaic Chronicles covers or Coven Chronicles covers have. And so I've realized that I need to start hiring it out and um, and not to get religious, I don't know how you guys feel about religion or anything, but before this last week, I was clenching fiercely to my ability to create my own book covers. 
And by the end of this last week, I was praying that I wouldn't need to do it anymore because of how stressful it got. And I realized that um, the way things have been going with this book, I've been led um, to dropping that side of my business for quite some time now. And so I've got a designer who is working on book covers for Shadow Prophets, uh, the first two books in that series. And I've got another book cover designer creating covers for my Clinic Chronicles because the book covers I put up for those were meant to be placeholders and I never intended them to be there for two years, which is what we're going on now. And so, yeah, the one who's working on the Shadow Prophet book covers, she um, is going to get the a finished um, cover to me in the next couple of weeks. And we've been working, going back and forth quite a bit. I've actually known her for several years. Um, back when I ran cover contests, um, I had her be a judge a couple of times. She's absolutely phenomenal. I really like her. Um, I am terrified, honestly, about having somebody else do my covers. First off, it is money. And while we have the money, I didn't have to pay that money before. And it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to let go of that. But second off, I trust myself because I know that if I give myself enough time, I can come up with a book cover that will work. And it's really hard to let that go. And so I am learning I need to be flexible. I need to let go of something that I've done in order to do something I enjoy doing even more, more. And anyway, so I'm going to allow myself the opportunity to continue doing book covers for like my exclusive box sets and for my Patreon stories and things like that. But for my novels, I'm going to be hiring that out. And it's very freeing, honestly, just letting go of that. It's it's nice not having to worry about it anymore and just handing that off to somebody else so that I can focus on me, my family, and my stories, my books. Anyway, so that's, that's that. Um, um, a couple of updates. The book launch is going well. I have turned off ads to it because it's I don't know what image to use. And um, I'm going to see if I can come up with a filler image to start those ads again, because obviously I want it to go well. And I have started reaching out to other authors. Um, and that's where the second part of this episode is going to come in. Um, I've had, let's see, of those people, of those who have re responded, 75% have said yes, and 25% have said no. And those who have said no, I've had varying random, really interesting odd reasons for why they say no. Um, but like I was saying, my tip for this episode is to make it easy for people to contact you. Make sure your website has a very clear contact button and make sure that that contact button has your email address in it or at least an order form. But order form, order forms, contact forms, contact forms, aren't always reliable. For example, one of the authors had a contact form on her page and there was no send button. There was no way to submit the information on it. And another person had a note that said, Hey, this, my order form sometimes goes on the fritz. So if you don't hear back from me in a few days, uh, send me an email to this address. The problem is you don't always know when you're not getting emails. And um, you're going to get spammed through those through order for um, contact forms. And so make sure you have a solid way for people to reach you. If it is a contact form, make sure your contact form is working. And if it's not, then put an email address on there. Um, you'd be surprised by and probably you wouldn't be surprised by the people who who don't make it easy to contact them. Um, I know that introverts or just people who are seriously, seriously busy, like I, you know, all of us, it's really hard. Sometimes it gets to the point where 
Responding to emails is very difficult and it's tempting to make it so that people can't reach you. But the problem is, is if you don't want to be reached, then I'm going to be blunt here, but you don't want readers then. You don't want agents. You don't want movie deals. You don't want TV, foreign representative, you know, translations, things like that. Because if you don't make it so that they can reach you, then you're basically selling, telling them that you they are not important to you. You're basically saying that you don't have the time for them. And your website... Uh, okay, so you need to adapt to the current times in order to survive right now. You need to be flexible and you need to make sure that you, you're keeping up with, you know, online stuff. You know, people are, they're used to a constant state of connectivity and you don't have to have that, but a sort of fake, not fake. What's, what would be the right word? Um, like the illusion of connectivity so that, you know, so you have links to profiles and things like that and ways for people to connect with you just so that people don't feel like you're shunning them. Um, your website is a public representation of you. If you don't want to be approachable, uh, you've picked the wrong career because like I'm saying, I was saying the connectivity, the way things are now, that's basically, it's not going to change. It's not going to go away unless we have like the great apocalypse. And at that point, you're not going to be writing books anyway, unless you have all the paper and pens in the world. <laughs> Uh, there's a saying, you'll, you know, the saying the alcohol brings out the, your true self, you know, so if a person's a jerk, then they're going to be a real jerk when they're drunk, things like that. I feel like success is the same thing. It does the same thing to people. So if somebody's a jerk and they become successful, they become a mega jerk. And if somebody is humble and nice and they become successful, then they generally stay that way. It's, it's a personality trait thing. And so I approached a couple of friends. I'm going to give a couple of anecdotes here. I approached a couple of friends for this promotion who are very successful now. And one of them said, yes, she would absolutely love to feature me on to her newsletter. And I was like, yeah, great. That's awesome. Obviously not, not something I expected, but I appreciated it. Um, another one said she was too busy and she apologized. And that was great. That worked really well for me. I honestly don't, it's not offensive to me that people are busy, obviously. Um, but then the last one, or she wasn't the last one I approached, obviously, but she's the last one I'm going to talk about right now. But she got offended that I approached her. And this was really hard because it was it was very upsetting to me because about two or three years ago, uh, we were we like we emailed each other all the time and we we messaged each other on Facebook all the time and we did promos together. I mean, she hand selected me to be in in a big promotion with her and six other authors and we pimped each other to our newsletters and it was it went really, really well. And she's gotten huge now. And she back then, you know, it's basically that event was what propelled her forward because she was able to work it in such a way. And this was all props to her. She did. She did a fantastic job. She was able to work it in such a way that when we featured each other, it I mean, I need to actually go look it up, look up those those emails because it worked. It really, really worked. I got I had a ton of downloads from that. And anyway, um. It just, it was sad because she was the one who asked me last time. And so technically it's, I, I, you know, I should be clear to go ahead and ask her. And obviously she has the ability to say no, but she was offended. I approached her and she basically told me I was lying. She said that she'd never done that. that she'd never worked with me before that, um, she doesn't do that sort of thing. And she never has. And she said, she was like, if, if I ever did it, then it was, a Facebook event, which I don't do. And I've never done. I mean, I did one once and regretted it because of the amount of time it took. Um, 
Um, well, didn't really regret it. It was just, it was just, I didn't get a whole lot from it, but anyway, so it was just really stung to have her have us go from, you know, a couple of years ago. And I obviously, if I haven't been maintaining my side of the relationship, that's my fault, but I didn't feel like the way she responded was the best response. And she didn't respond well to any of my emails. Like maybe she's just in a really bad place. My mom was actually wondering if she has early onset Alzheimer's <laughs> because we have tons of email proof of, of us emailing back and forth and that promotion. And, and for her to act like she doesn't, didn't even remember me and didn't remember that. I mean, maybe she does have early onset Alzheimer's, but you, if becoming successful, if it totally changes your personality or if it brings out the inner inside of you and makes you into something that you don't want to be, or that, that, you know, that, that unapproachable, that standoffish, and these aren't bad things, but when you combine them with snobbery, I'm, you know, I'm sorry to say, but it's not good. And your readers will catch on to it and other authors will. And I'm, and obviously it's not going to keep somebody from continuing to be successful. So what do I know? And why am I saying all of this? I, I just feel like it's important for us to remember that we all start small and just because somebody has say 92 subscribers doesn't mean they can't be, you know, helpful in some way to these kinds of, in these kinds of events and things like that. So after I fumble through that a great deal, I'm sorry. It's really hard to know if I'm coming across right with when I don't have Nolan here to bounce off of or to help me clarify what I'm thinking. But, um, so the last comment is be careful how you represent yourself. Um, like I said, so your website should be a reflection of who you are, but also should be nice and friendly. Even if you aren't, <laughs> you can be nice and friendly or just formal and polite. And it still can re reflect who you are without coming across as, as abrupt or rude, uh, because you're operating a business and there are smart ways to run a business and there are dumb ways. So and what I mean by that is readers are your customers and everything you do should be done to keep them happy within reason, of course. But most reasons, most readers will be reasonable. They look up to us, you know, they put us on pedestals and I still don't understand exactly why, but it's like this unachievable, unobtainable dream that a lot of people have to become an author. And when you make it, when you do become an author, it's a lot of work and they recognize that. And so they look up to us. Um, other authors are your network. They're where a lot of great opportunities come from and agents and editors, et cetera. They're like independent contractors who, again, bless our lives and our business businesses a great deal. Or they can ruin it, of course, you know, depending on how those relationships go. But a lot of the author websites I've seen recently give instructions on how to contact the author. So they make mention of how busy they are. And, and that's actually a good idea to mention that on your website. So like in my autoresponders, I tell people it can take several days sometimes for me to respond to emails because I've got little kids running around my ankles. And, uh, and that's a good thing. So most of us are really busy and it's good for us to actually mention this on our website. But some of the authors would say things like, please don't email me until you've read my frequently asked questions section. That seriously rubbed me wrong. And and here's why most readers are already very nervous about contacting us. And if you start off by offending them or assuming that they're, that they're going to be, you know, annoying you, then that's already putting them in a, but basically putting a bad taste in their mouths. Um, one of the authors was like, don't spam me. Don't try to sell things to me. Ask, don't ask me a question. I've already answered. Don't email me until you've read my frequently asked questions and, um, please value my time. I'm very busy and don't be a jerk basically. And my don't is don't offend people before they've even had a chance to talk to you. So don't treat them like they're your enemy before they've even approached you. 
be honest, but be polite. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, for all you know, the person, the next person who's going to email you and ask you a silly question that is on your frequently asked questions will lead to, you know, 200 downloads of your book because they decided to tell their best friends group or something. You, you never know. And it's not all just monetary. I mean, for all, I mean, they could become a very close friend of yours. You know, you never know where these people have come from and where they can go and where you can go with them. So just to sum things up, treat each reader like they are special and important to you and they will, they will return the favor. Be friendly to them. Be polite. Don't put things on your website that are belittling, even unintentionally. So have other people look at your website and tell you how you're coming off. Um, my website has my personality in it by way of art and things like that, but it, I keep it fairly, fairly straightforward and a little bit. I mean, my about me section has my personality in it, but most of it is just here are my books. You know, here's how to contact me. It's not super bubbly and personable and not and lots of smiley faces. That's what comes in through my weekly emails. But um, my website doesn't offend people, at least not that I know of when people try to get a hold of me. Anyway, so yeah, so there's, like I said, there's a lot of changes coming up right now. I'm not entirely sure how things are going to go forward, but we will keep you posted, updated, and hopefully we'll get to the position where we can be going back to doing regular movies. Um, yeah, and it might be sooner than the next few weeks, but I'm going to guess it's probably not going to be in the next few weeks. Anyway, so that's it for today. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, andrea at selfpublishedstrong.com. If you're a fantasy author and you'd like to, and I don't care um, how many subscribers you have or anything like that, if you write fantasy themed books or speculative fiction, send me an email. We can do a swap, a newsletter swap. And I don't know how many authors I've had say yes so far, but I'm not close to my my goal of 100. So I've got quite a bit more work to do. And I know my assistant and she's got an assistant. <laughs> my assistant has an assistant. They're both working on my list of authors. So yeah, if like I said, if you have any questions, go ahead and give me an email and I will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.